Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in, and I hope you enjoy it. This is episode number 65, and I'm uh, back on the Alberta barbecue trail this week, heading virtually up the QE2 to Red Deer, Alberta, to chat via Skype with Pete Cummings from Smoky Beard Barbecue. Pete started cooking competition barbecue, and when he had a change in employment, he decided to jump into the barbecue service business with pop-ups at a Lacombe, Alberta brewery. He's got a great story, and I'm excited to see what's coming next for Smoky Beard Barbecue. Our conversation is coming right up after a few notes. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. Next week is the federal election here in Canada, and the Dave Berta Podcast is your source for insight into the issues from an Alberta point of view. Writer and political watcher Dave Cornoyer is your host for this podcast that is part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Visit www.daveberta.ca for this show and go to www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to see all the other podcasts on the network. The 2NL CFL Podcast Live event is now officially sold out. Really excited about that. But you will have a chance to get your hands on some tickets. I have a pair that I will be giving away, so stay tuned to the podcast in the next couple of weeks for details. You can also contact Booker's Barbecue Grill and Crab Shack directly to book a table if you want to be part of it. The event goes down Thursday, November 21st at 2.30 p.m. The Canadian barbecue competition season has come to an end for this year, uh, but I will be keeping an eye out on the Canadian Barbecue Society website at www.cbbqs.ca for the rankings and Team of the Year announcements, and we'll update once that info is available. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Uh, recording again from the uh, Eat More Barbecue World Headquarters basement studio and via Skype I'm joined by Pete Cummings of Smoky Beard Barbecue out of Red Deer Alberta Pete welcome to the show how are you this evening Good Ryan thanks for having me man No nope, my pleasure really uh, glad we could do this I've been kind of following you on uh, Instagram and stuff lately and uh, thought you were doing some really interesting stuff there wanted to touch base so let's start out with uh, kind of your barbecue story how did you come to find yourself in this crazy uh, crazy barbecue world well like most things that happen in life i gotta thank my wife um she had bought me a cheap big chief electric smoker at a garage sale yeah so that kind of got me into it and after about two weeks i was like there's gotta be more to this (laughs) than this thing so then i uh, researched yeah and then i bought my uh bought an egg that's what i did most of my uh learning and stuff on and kind of dabbling and then eventually down the rabbit hole I went and started with offset smokers with the cheap char griller and then over to our Oklahoma Joe yep. and I've upgraded I've upgraded since then and built the big offset one off my uh on a trailer yeah I've uh, seen some pictures of that we'll touch uh, I want to talk about that in a bit here so yeah and then uh, when I bought the trailer I also bought a, a fast eddy um, 100 okay so kind of run run both of those for the trailer but yeah that's kind of where it how it started about oh seven years ago i guess it's okay been. yeah so, so the the progression eh? so what's oh, yeah. <laughs> what's the uh, i don't i don't know the fast eddie what's that um it's just like a commercial size uh pellet grill okay so, um there's a few different sizes and stuff sure but, uh yeah there's this one can hold about four or five briskets in it. Oh, so um, nice size, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Rob Reinhardt uses him on his competition trailers okay. and stuff too. So, yeah. yeah. So, and it depends how I'm feeling for sleep on, depends on which weekend. Yeah. I'll uh, run which one or usually I'll, once I'm done on the offset on the big one, I'll kick him over to the, the pallet just to keep maintaining and free up my space for the other meats. Yeah, keep it warm there. Use it as a, just an oven even, right? Uh Depends on what yeah. my time is. Sometimes yeah. I'll wrap them and then just stick them on the fast eddy at the at my temp and just let them go. Not, so I'm not having to worry about them and stuff. So mm-hmm. just once they're kind of in that in that zone. So yep, nice to nice to have the options, right? Yeah, take a little bit of pressure off and <laughs> so I can focus on a few other things. So. Yep. So tell me about what's uh, what's Smoky Beard Barbecue all about? What's happening there? Um, just kind of keeping it simple. I'm a pretty simple guy i've done competitions for a few years now okay and then uh i like it but it's not i like i like meeting people and stuff and enjoying the side of it but Mm -hmm. the competition side's not quite my thing so um yeah i had a full-time job and i got a buyout so i decided to uh take a leap and try so i'm Kind of serve the basics. I do the brisket by the pound, and I do pulled pork sandwiches, and then ribs, and some chickens. And then uh, sides are just like, oh, just kind of Texas style, just beans, smoked beans, and then I do like an apple slaw. And then kind of got a mojito corn sal- salad, but I'm not sure if I want to keep that on. And after going to Texas here last week, I think I'm mm-hmm. like trying to figure a, a creamed Mexican street corn style yeah, casserole, I think. Kind of a elote, <laughs> elote kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, those are uh, those are awesome. We did one of those last year, the year before, for uh, had some friends over, and just fantastic. Yeah, you can. I could definitely get barbecued out after a while, especially yeah. with the heat. You're just like, oh man. Yeah. yeah. Like, Want to go to this barbecue joint? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, and that's another thing I do want to chat about was your your Texas trip. You hit some pretty uh, iconic spots down there, so we'll uh, we'll yeah. jump we'll jump back to that in a little bit. Uh, so, what you doing pop ups primarily? What's the uh, yeah? So what? this year, just to kind of balancing the two jobs and to kind of keep it simple, I paired up with uh, Blind Man Brewery out in Lacombe. Mm-hmm. So this summer, most of my weekends also on Saturdays or Friday nights have been out there for the on the weekends to, to pair up with them mm-hmm. anchor anchor off the brewery yeah and then uh yeah then next year i'll be starting to spread out a bit more and and um get into red deer and maybe a few other spots and hit up some markets and stuff yeah then a couple catering jobs so a little smaller smaller ones but it's been good feedback and everything so been a, a big, big learning curve that's for sure never done food in my life so this has been a, <laughs> a lot to learn and try to take in so i no doubt um so yeah i guess i i'm curious what you, you mentioned a work buyout and that so what prompted you or what was the motivation to just kind of jump into this is this a full-time thing for you now or you're still working um yeah so my bio happened I was, i'm officially unemployed right now but yeah. um yeah, this is kind of prompted to. I'm not sure if I'll do full full time. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to lose that love for it and mm-hmm. be too much in it. And it's just yeah. me right now. I don't have have help. The wife helps me on the weekends, so yeah, yeah. I don't want to burn myself out and, mm-hmm. and make it more like a hate side. So yeah, you want to enjoy it, right? 
Yeah, and um, just try to figure it out. Still, like, I'm sure next year I'll still figure some stuff out before I decide what the next um, big step will be for me and, and the company and, and see where we want to go, whether it be a brick and mortar or, or what. I don't uh, don't know what we're going to yeah. kind of dabble in, but... Yeah. So this was this the first summer for you, kind of doing the pop-ups and stuff? Yeah, this was the first one. It started out in, what was that, May Long, I think, was my, right. or around May, was my first when we started, and so we've done about, probably about a dozen weekends nice. or so now. So. Okay, so most, most of the weekends over the summer? Yeah, only when I was on call for work, I couldn't do it, but, yeah. and then a few other times for the kids, but sure. other than that, yeah, we're out there, and it's been good. It's been well received, and mm-hmm. yes, yeah. no. Go ahead. I was excited. Just try to like be, be consistent. I know there's there's definitely people that cook better briskets and yeah. better ribs and stuff, but I it's my profile and what I like, and mm-hmm. I just try to give it to bring it every weekend and just yeah. be consistent. So everyone knows exactly what they're going to get when they show up. So. Yeah, and that's uh, that's that seems to be a very Texas thing. What I'm seeing is the. Uh, pairing up with a brewery or something like that to do the weekend pop-ups and things so yeah be, uh, I, I like it I yeah. like that that side of it um definitely being when we went down there i said yeah like every every pub and bar and everything is anchored by a food truck not a restaurant yeah. or anything like that so it was a different culture down there for sure so yeah oh, it's a it's a, a really a no-lose situation for the for the pub or whatever right yeah no no for sure yeah. it's, it's no, nice uh, People know what they're getting when they come out there, and mm-hmm. so yeah. And for you to be at that same place every week uh, or most weeks at least, it's uh, it gives your customers at least they know where to find you, right? Yeah, exactly. I was just talking to the brewery to line up for this weekend, and like we keep getting phone calls during the week and seeing if you're coming out <laughs> on Tuesday night. It's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you guys didn't get the snow up there, right? So uh, we got some, but did you guys have some red deer? You did, yeah. As much as what you guys got handled. Oh man, so. yeah, and even worse down uh, down south. So uh, into Lethbridge and across the border, they got really crush hit there. So yeah, I checked the trailer to make sure my pipes weren't freezing. So it yeah. looks like I survived and should be good. So yep. Mm. So the, you'd be looking next summer doing the keeping with the brewery, but adding in some farmers markets and that sort of thing. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I'll be. I probably won't be stationed in one brewery. Yeah. I'll be probably jumping between a few of them. I like the Bounce. barbecue and beer beer yeah. combo. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, yeah, I'll probably just hit a few few markets and see what I can mm-hmm. how those how those work or yeah kind of food truck food truck kind of meets they do they do one here every Friday. Okay. Um, kind of about four or five of them meet up for on the, for the Friday lunch. So oh, nice. I might try that a couple times to see how that goes and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what are you finding with the barbecue scene kind of in Red Deer? I know uh, Red Boar shut down there a while back now. Yeah, Which so it sad. hasn't. The Memphis Blues just showed up. Yeah, open up this year, so that's been about really the only one around here. There's one like there's a few smaller ones, like uh, out in Rocky, which is an hour away. Yeah, Old Smokies there. Yeah, and then I think there's what did I hear there was another one in. Oh, I can't remember. But there's just like a few smaller, nothing back in Red Deer yeah. um, since then. So mm-hmm. since Red shut down, but um, 
I huh. hope to bring that back back to them with no, it. And, that'd be great. Yeah, Phil, I'm sure there's a bit of a void there, right? So. Yeah, I think that's been a lot of the good draw and a lot of the feedback I've got is just like, oh, it's good to have a good barbecue place back in Red Deer mm-hmm. since Red Deer shut down. And, yeah. Yeah, I worked with Dylan a few times in there. And okay, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. He was, yeah, he's a great, great man. So yeah, he's doing some. He was working with Cirque du Soleil over the summer, so that's kind of neat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bit of a bit of a change. Yeah, pretty good gig, I think. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. So what? Uh, talk a little bit about the transition from uh, backyard cook competition into a business. What uh, What was all involved in that? Ah, uh, it's. Uh, I've cooked. I've cooked some pretty. Like bigger meals the odd time in the mm-hmm. last few years once when I got my the off the bigger offset yeah kind of test pushed myself a couple times just to get the used to the bigger the bigger cooks and mm-hmm. figure it out so um and being the competition I've had times down for a while now yeah but it was just trying to manage everything on the scale mm-hmm. um and just always allowing that extra time Mm-hmm. It's different when you're obviously cooking for the backyard and everyone's yeah. over for beer. You're just like, another yeah. hour, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't quite do that with the food truck. So just definitely working back and figuring out the times and where I got to be for everything. That's been one of the biggest the, the biggest ones. And, um, and just yeah, time management's been huge. Yeah, and like you said, the volume, right, as opposed to you know in the backyard or a competition cooking one or two briskets, you're – Cooking a handful yeah. of them, right? <laughs> yeah, and like one of the hardest things this year has been for me is just the the um, bringing food home and just like me physically seeing money coming mm-hmm. back. It's just like, oh man, yeah. it's been a big a big battle emotionally with me some nights. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Seeing that, so but the wife's there just to keep pushing, and if I yeah. want to, I can always sell leftovers. That's for sure. So, sure. Yep. Uh, what kind of volume were you doing, like in a, on a weekend out at a blind man? What were you, you know, as far as um, meat goes? What recent? What were you pushing out? Uh usually I'll be about, about two briskets, okay. about eight racks of ribs, yeah. uh, full spares, and then um, usually about a butt. I usually do a pull one butt. I dial that back down. Yeah. So by the end of the season, it was kind of down to a butt and stuff. But and then about ten ten quarter chickens. Okay. So pretty good. Yeah. But I think it's just uh, with the summer kind of <laughs> when when it was good weather and I thought it'd be positive, it was I, I lost to a lake. Just seemed to be the mm, yep. that kind of that kind of summer. But yeah, and it uh, wasn't a great summer weather wise either. So <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, when people when it was a good weekend, folks wanted it to be like you say at the lake or something, right? So yeah. So it was. Uh, that was, that was also one of the kind of roller coasters you kind of deal with starting your own business. You're like, it'll be great. Yep. Oh, nope. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, it's, uh, you, you kind of want to keep track of what you did each weekend, of course, but then you don't uh, next summer with the weather different, who knows what might happen, right? So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, easy into it, I think, next year and just yep. try and be realistic and, yeah. and uh, try to keep that sold out mentality and just cook less and then ramp up instead of ramping up and ramping back backwards is definitely a harder pill to swallow than mm. going the opposite way so yeah no doubt uh so we're just going to take a quick pause here for a quick uh 
word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor, and then I want to chat a little bit more about this uh, trip you down in Texas and uh, and your smoker. So we'll be right back after this. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast is brought to you by TELUS World of Science Edmonton, home of the Canadian debut of Marvel, Universe of Superheroes. The exhibition runs October 19th to February 17th in Edmonton and features more than 300 artifacts, costumes, props, and interactive elements to bring the Marvel Universe to life. 2019 marks the 80th anniversary of Marvel and you'll be able to learn the story of Marvel and its influence on visual culture and see rare hand-drawn images of iconic heroes such as Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Captain America, and much, much more. This is currently the only location in Canada for this exhibition, and you can buy your tickets today at tellusworldofscienceedmonton.ca. There is a hotel deal available on the site as well for those traveling. Alrighty, back here with Pete from Smoky Beard Barbecue. Uh, you were just down in uh, Texas recently. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, was this a purely barbecue trip? or? Uh, no, it was uh, kind of driven by a barbecue, but just yeah. a, um, a getaway with the wife, just mm-hmm. me and her, just to kind of nice. uh, keep the spirit going and, yeah. and uh, keep the love there. That's It's not lost, but it's... Uh, it's nice to have some time by ourselves. Indeed, uh, indeed. First, first time away from the girls, so it was a little bit tough. Oh, yeah. Both for us and them, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of driven by the barbecue. I would definitely wanted. It's always been on the bucket list to get down there. Yeah. And, uh, this was just my way of. Okay, let's just do it. And mm-hmm. um, I sponsored a Australian barbecue team with some rubs for the competition down there circuit, and they had they won last year so they were competing at the royal okay and they they uh, wanted to meet up so that kind of also lined the times up yeah that way so but yeah the trip was was awesome there was yeah. some, definitely some the amount of food that they push out and the consistency yes. of quality and it's amazing yeah uh, was able to meet there in franklin briefly for uh while he was getting some water and I was trying yep. to get some water so it was a quick talk that was awesome and yep. then, um, meet uh, got to talk to us all out of 2M Smokehouse okay. really yeah. great guy um, yeah. he during peak rush hour he took some time away from the restaurant and, nice. and chatted and uh, like no no problems he was yeah. just a just, just a great person I followed him since he opened up so I really really wanted to make sure I made it down to San Antonio for that yeah how was that I've been to, I've done Franklin I haven't uh, made San Antonio though so uh, yeah 2M Smokehouse yeah. was uh, amazing um, they all I did finally once you got like those top those top people in the barbecue scene yeah it's tough to tough so, to differentiate it, it is and just like small difference yeah. um, between them um, I liked Two M Smokehouse brisket more than a Franklin's. Okay, not yeah. that is bad. I just like the the flavor profile, but yeah. like um, Franklin's ribs were amazing. Yeah, loved his pork ribs. And then, um, so yeah, it's just a. Uh, it all depends on like your personal taste preference, mm-hmm. right? Like you just um, once you once you get those tops, the consistency is so yeah. great between them all that yeah. it's just a matter of what you like. Snows, we had snows. The yeah. last Saturday, yeah. um, got to meet Clay with them and a couple pictures with Tootsie and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, same thing. Yeah, consistent food and just slightly more to my taste out of snows with the salt, a bit more saltiness. Yeah, a little different. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was great. Like um, the culture, the people you get to meet in lines yeah. and all the lines and stuff have been uh, 
it was just a great overall trip. Mm-hmm. And in general, I got to hit up the couple, couple of the older places with the city market in Smitty's. Yep. Had a friend that I met down there, and a bunch of his family works for city market stuff, so I got to do the tour. Nice. Around there, so that was really good. And see those old, the old relics and bits that have been around for ages. So, yeah. so, so city market Luling, you're talking about, or which? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 Luling. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, I've kind of driven through there, but uh, haven't stopped yet. So, yeah, that was the that was the first bit. First spot we went and hit up was out there. So nice. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was really I like the towns too. Just mm-hmm. we got some food and then we went and walked through and just uh, just cute texas towns with the great hospitality that they that they are down there so it's, yeah. it was a it was a great way to start it off and no doubt so. and then you hung out at the royal a little bit no i never did oh you didn't the okay royal. no they were just up there competing i just they that just kind of brought on the uh gotcha. the trip in general okay with them coming up um i didn't want to be interference and yeah and out there and it's the it's a pretty crazy <laughs> yeah. environment, I'd imagine. So I just didn't want to to do it. And the awesome, meeting them in Texas was definitely more where I would would have liked to meet and yeah, and make a bit of more of a trip out of it than, than the Royal. So yeah, and so what's it's a team that your sponsor down there? You said yeah, it was the Beard and the Barbecue team out of uh, down in Sydney that they're there. So oh, that's the guys out of Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, yeah, I follow them. Okay. Yeah, oh, so they uh, were. Yeah, uh, you know the, the uh, Butterbeard Barbecue. Yeah. He was the one that he came to Austin last year, and he reached out to me to get some rubs. Okay. And, uh, then we just kind of headed off, and I started shipping a bunch of stuff down there to nice. to Australia, and it's been really great. A okay. bunch of guys have won. Took some took some championships with the steak cook off too with it. So yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I was doing good down there. So awesome. Keep, providing some stuff down there to them so is that something you're selling the rubs and stuff yeah i've been a couple of years now started at the markets and stuff and yeah. uh um so kind of get the name out there and yeah. see how it goes yeah, right on. competitive market there too but yeah it so is yeah. keep it local and yeah and get the word out and see how it goes but indeed yeah awesome so talk about that uh that beautiful offset of yours Peggy, Peggy, what? my mistress. Pe- Pe- Peggy, <laughs> Peggy, yeah. Yeah, all right. We uh, got a Christmas card a couple of years ago to for to Pete and Peggy, and our wife's <laughs> wife name is Renee, and she's like, Uh-oh. "Who's Peggy?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> and then eventually, you figured out that he sent the wrong Christmas card to us. And oh, okay. <laughs> so that's how Peggy got it. Oh, beautiful! That's a great story. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, she's. Uh, 250 gallon propane tank yep. um kind of followed some of the drawings off of uh, franklin yeah and then picked a couple people people's brains as i built it um mason barbecue out of montana there i kind right. of reached out to him since he's more north to mm-hmm. see kind of what he does it so yeah. kind of a mix of both but got a big firebox it's uh, 28 by 28 by 30 and nice. i got two inches of rock saw so you got the in, it, so. got the insulated, yeah. Yeah, especially with my kids, I didn't want yeah. Um, yeah. that to be a concern. And yeah, it, they know safety wise, but it's yeah, you it's, never, uh, yeah, never can't, can't hurt to be. Uh, no, no, no extra safe, so. right? 
Yeah, let's see, what's the most I've fit in that girl? I've had eight briskets, Yeah. Uh, a few few butts, mm-hmm. a couple racks of ribs all at once. She, she does pretty good. So nice, yeah. Got a good good couple of friends that have uh, paid in food for welding and, and helped me build it. So it's yep. good to had great support all along the way um, through this whole journey. Awesome, and, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's been really great that way. So, so uh, it was just I was actually just listening to a podcast out of California uh, yesterday uh, with a, a smoker builder there, and they were talking about the insulated fireboxes, and he was saying in California really no need for it uh, because it just never gets cold enough there. What do you find running that in the summer? Is it tough to keep your temperatures down, or do you cook a little hotter? What's your how do you find that with the insulated? No, not at all, actually. Yeah. It actually does, um, I've cooked, yeah, during the summertime, no problem. It does um, really good. And then even I've, I've cooked middle of winter and it's... Yeah, that, yeah. It, like the bottom, uh, the bottom of my firebox and the front where the doors aren't insulated. Right. And, um, yeah, I don't think I've ever had a, a, a problem. It's just once you kind of figure the fire out and just know how she runs for the temperature but yeah. it's never been a problem to uh to keep the fire going and and have to almost like stuffing it out it's always been it drafts good and stuff yeah. so had to do a few tweaks this year just to kind of get the draft a bit better mm-hmm. after learning on it last year but uh this year has been really good awesome fire management's been a lot better this year than it was was last so yeah it's a a, a learning process eh? Oh yeah, yeah. I had the fire, the door, door opening too big last year, so Uh, I was kind of drafting backwards. So I shrunk it down to. Okay. I had a square in, square inbox last year, and then I put a tube in, inside it. So just to kind of funnel that the coals and stuff. So yeah, made a made a world of difference. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I've had my Oklahoma Joe Highland for a couple years now, and still still learning, right? You know, it's. uh, Oh yeah. Yep. There, that was that was a great. I got I gave I sold mine to a friend last year and he's been loving it. And I'm glad it's still going. Yeah. So it was definitely a great, great quality and yep. a great cooker for for the price and the size. Absolutely. Yeah. Off it. So. Yep. Yeah, I did a uh, brisket and a pork butt on it a couple weeks ago, so I was able to get both of them on there. So or two pork butts actually. Nice. So brisket and two pork butts. So. That's awesome. Worked out all right. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Many, many, many nights on with, with me in the Oklahoma Joe. Indeed, so yeah. Definitely one of those loves. You got to love staying awake and tending yeah. the fire. Yeah, so, <laughs> it could be a hate relationship pretty quick. It makes for a long night, that's for sure. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? I'm just going to stay up and watch a fire. Yeah. You depressed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then the food comes out and I know everyone understands, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, what are you using for wood there, uh, Pete? What are you cooking on? Uh, apple's my main source. Yeah. And then uh, I've got a little bit of maple kicking around, and then cherry. Okay. Cherry, I'm not big big fan of. I try to limit that, or just lightly offset set it when yeah. it, the fire is going good enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I usually try and find apple apple wherever I can oh, from arbors and stuff, and grab it ahead of time and get it ready for next year and stuff yeah. so i've stocked up stocked up this year pretty good for next year so i should be good to go but excellent yeah the uh 
apple that but i just like i like the flavor like yeah. the, the yeah. of the wood's consistent yeah it's um, a nice sense not not overpowering right it's just a nice mild wood uh, smoky flavor and yeah the i've been burnt a couple times on the cherry so mm. I've, I've learned a few times how to <laughs> watch it before it bites me in the butt but yep. it's been uh, yeah then the maple is the same thing i've uh kind of I'd, I rip off the bark before i throw it on there just yep. to so the bark's not pretty, not smothering it and stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, all three kind of have their have their purposes and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I've got some birch uh, I'm sitting on that I have uh, gonna have to try cooking with. So I've heard uh, uh, Rob at Old Smoky there out in Rocky Mountain, he uses birch. So nice. Yeah, I've never tried. No, uh, no someone even said tamarack. They tried. Okay. Like, I've never dabbled into those ones. I'll just stick with what I know, especially with the bigger logs that yeah. I need usually. So yeah. Yep, and, uh, never hurts to have that familiarity, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, Pete, before we wrap uh, this up, uh, let folks know where they can find you online, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, on uh, Instagram, it's Smoky Beard Barbecue or BBQ, mm-hmm. all one one word. And then on uh, Facebook, it's Smoky Space Beard Space Bar BBQ. All right. And anything, uh, any plans over the winter, any events or anything you got going on? Uh, nothing too crazy. I'll yeah. probably start ramping up again, probably end of February and stuff, just to get back in the swing of things and right. just do some pop-up cooks. But uh, see how the Chinooks hit, maybe. Yeah, you never know. Huh? And uh, yeah, I'll be popping stuff out to see if, if there's enough uh, support. Mm-hmm. To, so definitely keep keep watching and keep posting my Facebook and Instagram and we'll... Uh, be adding things there to see how the how the winter goes so and you said you've done a little bit of some small caterings that kind of thing yeah yeah so, a little small 60 group kind of a couple yeah, so, ones here and there so yeah. so if somebody was interested that's something they could contact you about yeah most definitely For sure good size i can i'm able to handle so it's not yep. too chaotic <laughs> awesome so my last uh question pete i always ask is uh what is your go-to barbecue uh, dinner? What's uh, what's on the plate if it's uh, Pete's choice for dinner? Oh, I like I love brisket. Yeah. At the same time, it's hard to beat a good rack of ribs. I think rack of ribs is usually where it's at in this family, especially yep. with kids and stuff. So it's always the always the go-to and most asked for is always always the the ribs. Yeah. But uh, if it was my choice, it'd be brisket every time. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Can't go wrong with either, right? If they're done right. No, once you figure it out and get the love down, it's a it's a hard cut of meat to to beat. So yeah, I've uh, I, I won't say I've figured it out, but at least my last two briskets have uh, turned out pretty good. So oh, I've cooked lots. I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> always, uh, always something. Eh? That's why I put a food food truck so people can't see how bad it sometimes the cuts are. <laughs> I, I've learned I just have to give myself lots of time so I can just let it take its uh, take as long as it needs, right? So exactly. Yeah, I used to used to try to rush it and then it wouldn't be ready and uh, and it turns on you. So yeah, but what time supper between three yeah. and seven <laughs> when it's ready? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Pete, uh, thanks so much uh, for taking time out of your evening to do this with me. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll uh, help get the word out around the Red Deer area, folks. Uh, check Smoky Beard Barbecue out, uh, doing some great stuff up there, and I'm uh, looking forward next summer to making a trip up and uh, tracking you down and trying some of that brisket. 
That was good. It's nice chat with you, Ryan. You bet, Pete. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for your time, everybody. Thank you for listening. I uh, Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and a review. Big thanks to Pete from Smoky Beard Barbecue for joining me on the show this week. Check out his social media links in the show notes and watch for them in the Red Deer area. Wherever you are, I encourage you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you visit www.eatmorebarbecue.ca, you'll find a listing of all the great barbecue joints here in Alberta. I think the barbecue is all about community and bringing people together. While you're out on your barbecue adventures, try inviting a stranger to sit down and join you. You never know what the conversation might lead to. Hit me up on social to let me know about your barbecue adventures. I'm on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore more underscore barbecue. The email is EatMoreBarbecue at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks as always to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.